Hey, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of our Ignite City podcast. Uh, as we're going through uh, our Bible reading plan for uh, Bible reading plan as a church community uh, today, we're just going to do a real quick one, looking at Proverbs sixteen six, uh, and it simply says this: Iniquity is t- uh, I'm sorry, iniquity is atoned for by loyalty and faithfulness, and one turns from evil by the fear of the Lord. Now, if we're just looking at this, and um, and as the writer of Proverbs, I believe this is when this is Solomon. When you look at it, you say, "How is iniquity atoned for by loyalty and faithfulness?" And so, if you start thinking through it or trying to figure out, "Hey, how can sin be atoned for, or paid for, or taken care of out of our own loyalty and faithfulness?" And I remember, and and when I was looking at it this morning, I thought, "Well, how does this play out? How can this be?" Well, the thing is this. I think what this verse is actually doing is pointing us ultimately to what Jesus would fulfill. Now, I know that when uh, Solomon was writing this, or uh, that he probably wasn't thinking Jesus, but we also believe that the Holy Spirit is the one who inspired the, the authors of Scripture. And so I, I prefer to just, what's the ultimate point that's trying to be made here? So if we apply it to Jesus and what it is that he did, Read it again. Iniquity is atoned for by loyalty and faithfulness, and one turns from evil by the fear of the Lord. And so when he says, well, who's loyalty and faithfulness? Well, that's Jesus's loyalty and faithfulness. You see, Jesus took the cross on his own. He laid down his life. No one took it up. No one took it from him. And he, and he raised up like he was brought back to life. So he, he laid down his life and he takes it back up. That's what he said to his disciples. He says, no one takes my life. I lay it down and I will take it up again. The reason that we can have relationship with God is because of the loyalty. And I believe that loyalty would point first and foremost to loyal to the will of, will of the Father, that Jesus was loyal to the will of the Father no matter what. Even though he's in the, when he was in the garden, he was asking the Father if there's any other way but the cross. Because he didn't want to do the cross. He was terrified of what was coming. But he remained loyal to the will of God. And he remained faithful to us. That Jesus, even though he did not want to do the cross, he didn't want to go through the cross, he still remained faithful because of what his prayer was in, in, uh, in John chapter 17. And his prayer in John chapter 17 was, Father, I want those that you have given to me to be with me where I am and to see me in all of my glory. We got to remember that. That out of everything that Jesus could pray before he takes the guard or before he takes the cross was what he wanted us, and he wanted us to see him in his glory, and so we remember him, and we want to constantly be grateful and thankful for what it is that he did. So again, reading in the context of Jesus being the fulfillment of this wisdom piece, iniquity is atoned for by Christ's loyalty to to the will of the Father and his faithfulness to us. Well, how can this be? It seems like it's too big of a task, and we go back to Proverbs chapter three, verses five and six. And I think that this was, this was either Tuesday or Monday's uh, reading. But it says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways, know Him." Now, this is the Christian Standard Bible translation, and I love this. In all your ways, know Him. Uh, most translations will say, "Acknowledge Him." But it's like to know him. And why I think that's so important is when you when you look at that word know and you go to you go to the New Testament and the English translation for know in Matthew chapter seven, you gotta remember that Jesus is explaining to to those who are listening to the one of the greatest sermons ever preached. And when he gets there to uh, chapter seven, 
and he says, uh, let me let me find the the verse, uh, verse twenty one. He says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name, drive out demons in your name, and do many miracles in your name? Then I will announce to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you you lawbreakers. Guys, the, the key to it was not, hey, they didn't do anything for for Jesus. It's they, they didn't know Jesus. And the the necessity of knowing Christ, uh, all the things that we could ever think that we could do as being moral outside of a surrendered life to Christ where we have received his gift of salvation, we are therefore considered righteous in God's sight because of Jesus, we're what's, we're what's called in the book of Ephesians as in Christ. Forgiveness only comes through Christ, but without Jesus, the Bible says all of our good deeds are like filthy rags. And so for a person not to know or to have submitted or surrendered to the Lordship of Jesus and received him as, as their Lord, to submit to him and to receive his gift of salvation and forgiveness, holiness before God, without that happening, it doesn't matter what we do that's quote unquote good, it's always considered to be what? Filthy compared to God's holiness. Our good deeds do not save us, but we do good things because we're saved. So he says, in all your ways, know him, start there. And he will make your paths straight. <clears throat> Friends, we, what I'm hoping that we get out of this, because as I was reminded of it today, as I was thinking through what do I share today, I want us to remember this. And there's a couple quotes that I've, uh, that I've found. Um, one, one is by the name of a guy by the name of J.C. Ryle. Uh, he was an English uh, pastor and theologian in the 19th century. And I've just started reading his books and he's fantastic. He's phenomenal. And I don't know what it is about the authors of back in the day, the theologians in that in that era and earlier, just absolutely mind-blowing, the things that they, they would come up with and think through. And he said this, If I listened to the wretched talk of proud men, I might sometimes fancy sin was not so very sinful. But I cannot think little of sin when I look at the cross of Christ. So we talk about the cross of Jesus so often. But we need, we need to remember why it is that he had to take it and how ugly sin is. That Jesus took on the full and complete wrath of God because of us and for us. And so if you're ever wondering what God's opinion of sin is, look at the cross of Jesus. If Jesus would have to take the full wrath of God because of our sin, because of God's hatred towards sin, and Jesus took the punishment, we, it, it should point us to this understanding that God hates sin and sin is so very bad and so very evil. And yet Jesus paid it all. He paid the price. And so when we get to heaven one day, when we stand before Jesus, guys, he wears the crown. And I know that we read in Revelations, there's, there's, there's elders who are, they'll have crowns on and they throw them before the lamb. But friends, notice they throw them. They don't keep them. Charles Spurgeon, another one of my favorites, said this. He says, there are no crown wearers in heaven who are not cross bearers below. There are no crown, there are no crown wearers in heaven who are not cross, cross bearers below. Friends, there's only one, there's only one who, has, who has the right to wear a crown, and that is Jesus. He is King of kings, and he is Lord of lords. And what has he done? Back to Proverbs chapter 16, verse 6. Iniquity is atoned for by Christ's loyalty and Christ's faithfulness. I added the word Christ in there, but that's what I believe it means. Iniquity is atoned for by Christ's loyalty and faithfulness. And so what should our response be? The end of verse 6 is this. 
and one turns from evil by the fear of the Lord. In other words, we repent. If you're listening to this and you're not a follower of Christ, he's inviting you to repent and to repent from sin and turn to, and turn to Christ. And the, the only way that that happens is by the fear of the Lord. It, only, it all starts with him. It starts with us responding to him. The Holy Spirit convicts us of sin. The, Holy, uh, the Father is drawing us to Jesus. But we need to repent from sin. We can't just keep living however we want to in the sin that we think is so valuable and precious. And, and or, or we sit there and go, well, it's not that big of a deal because God loves us. And it's true that he does. But the cross is also proof that he hates sin. And when he calls us to himself, he calls us, to, he calls us out of darkness into light. In other words, there's, a, there's this ex- expectation of repentance. And so for people to say to claim that they've surrendered to Christ without repenting from sin, friends, that's there's there's no way that that can that that can be. That's not how Jesus has set it up. Guys, our lives should show that we're followers of Jesus. Even Paul gives this in Colossians chapter 1 verse 10, so that you may walk uh, you may you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him. In other words, there's a way to walk before the Lord what's that's not pleasing to him. But what is pleasing to him is this, repentance, we confess him as Lord, we repent from our sin, and then we, we live every day in an attitude of worship, completely reliant upon Christ, the Holy Spirit in us, but Jesus in us through his Holy Spirit, we rely completely upon the Holy Spirit to live the life that God wants us to live, but we offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. We offer ourselves to Jesus, not out of duty, but out of thankfulness, out of this eternal gratefulness for what it is that Jesus did. Again, iniquity is atoned for by loyalty and faithfulness, and one turns from evil by the fear of the Lord. Friends, I hope this is an encouragement to you. I hope it's an encouragement and uh, brings some conviction if necessary in order that we would look more and more like Jesus. Friends, I love you more than you know. We'll talk soon.